Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey there, just a quick commercial break to share some exciting news with you. If you are a Christian woman who has been struggling to lose weight, if you're struggling to take your food thoughts captive and to make them obedient to God's word, then I have great news for you. When I couldn't lose weight, I didn't know it at the onset of my journey, but I didn't have a weight loss problem, but rather I had a thinking problem. I was so stuck on all of my food stories. I was weak in my flesh and I easily gave into every temptation. No diet could change me, at least not for good. That is until God. God's word changed me from the inside out. And now to help seekers like yourself to step into lasting transformation from the, from the inside out the same way that I transformed, I have now published my first book. It's called The Seeker's Method for Weight Loss Workbook. It's a companion guide of journaling prompts available now on Amazon.com. It is, think of it as having me, Sherry Capilla, Christian Life Coach, in your pocket. It's a collection, a hundred day collection of my infamous Christian Life Coaching for Weight Loss journaling prompts. If you're ready to stop conforming to the patterns of this world, to be transformed by from the inside out by the the renewing of your mind, then I encourage you to get your copy today on Amazon.com. You don't have to be in the Seeker's Method to use this journaling workbook. This journaling workbook could be the very thing that you need to step into God's will for your life, even in weight loss. Hey, Thinner Circle. All right, so want to give you a heads up. I have a powerful message for somebody. It is currently something that I was saving to record in my podcast studio as a podcast, but I feel the Holy Spirit prompting me that I need to actually send it to you right now. So um, I'm going to speak quickly because I only have a few minutes before I know my husband's going to be calling me um, with questions about what he needs to pick up for Easter dinner. (laughs) So something that I'm noticing in my clients, in a lot of you and a few of my VIP clients, I'm noticing, I'm noticing something in you all that I used to have, something I've experienced, but I previously couldn't articulate it. It's, and that is really it's, it's really how we confuse our hope and our faith. I love how God has me on a journey right now where we just talked about joy. Now we're talking about hope and faith. We easily confuse hope and faith, right? Like when you're seeking God instead of a number on the scale, you can begin to lose ma- motivation really easily because you don't see success yet. Like, and so your energy, your motivation, your desire starts to wane or you start to see, you keep seeing evidence of things not hoped for, right? Like that's a word for somebody. You keep seeing that like you're weak, you know, when you're around tempting things or all of a sudden you have cravings and you're just not strong against the cravings. When you're seeking God, you need to know what faith is and how it is different from hope. And this might put a little wind in somebody's sail. So I encourage you to hang with me and just lean in. So this is what, you know, God has given me this assignment today to discern what is the difference and distinguish for you even in weight loss, what is the difference between your hope and your faith? Because some of us are actually at a point where we're, we're hoping rather than having faith, right? You know what I mean? And that's wrong. So faith is, this is the biblical definition of faith. Faith is reliance and a loyalty and complete trust in God. Whereas hope 
is confident trust with expectations of fulfillment. Now we know Hebrews 11.1 1 teaches us that faith shows the reality of what we hope for and it is the evidence of things we cannot see. So I want to unpack this a little bit. I, I hope this isn't going to be a long podcast or long blabber session. <laughs> faith, this is what faith shows. It Faith in that scripture, Hebrews 11 says that uh, Hebrews 11 teaches us that faith shows the reality of what we hope for. And what faith shows means, it means it means that it's an active thing that you do daily. Faith means action. You've heard that before. It's constant. Hope, however, is in the future, right? Faith is for right now. Hope is for the future. And we don't yet see like the scripture says, we don't yet see that thing that we hope for, but we will see it if we walk in our faith. Hopefully this is coming together and starting to make sense for you. And because this is so much and I'm so excited. I just want to like regurgitate it. And But I'm, I'm, I want to make sure it comes out and makes sense. This is why we are to exercise our faith. If you want to keep your hope alive, then you must see that what you are doing every single day in obedience to what God says, you know, what your meal plan is. But if you do every single day what you need to be do in obedience to God, that is you walking in your faith. If you feel hopeless, it's probably because you're not being faithful to what you know you should be doing. Does that make sense? Like what you do every day, that's you walking in faith and you're walking towards something you can't yet see. And that's what you hope for up in the distance. I hope that's making sense. Walking in faith doesn't mean walking while carrying your Bible and, you know, wearing your D Jesus and coffee t-shirt, right? That's not what walking in faith means. You know, that's you walking around carrying your Bible after your Bible study, wearing the coffee and Jesus t-shirt and then eating a Cinnabon. Like that's not walking in faith. That's you walking in disobedience, walking without faith. Because if you're not walking in faith and being obedient, you're never going to arrive at the thing you hope for. So, you know, because we do this, right? Like we, we have these little justifications and these cheats, and then we start to feel hopeless. You have been there. I know you have. Some of you, I can see it on your faces. So to keep hope alive you must walk in your faith every single day. Hope lives in your future, okay? Hope is not right now. Hope is for tomorrow. Hope lives in the future and it will stay far away if you've been walking in your flesh. Whatever you do, whatever you're perpetually doing, you get really good at. We talk about that all the time. Practice walking in your faith and your flesh, your flesh get you practice walking in faith to your flesh rather and your flesh gets strong, and your hope is lost. But when you practice walking in faith to your Father, your faith gets strong, and your hope is alive. So pay attention to what you're doing every day, because what you're practicing is you either practicing walking in your faith or not walking in your faith. If you're walking in your faith to your flesh, you're getting good at being mastered by it, and you're losing hope. But if you're practicing and walking in your faith, guess what's happening? Your faith is getting stronger and hope has room to grow. It's so simple. And like I always say, not easy, so simple. So let's get a vision of hope, right? Let's get a vision of hope. Like let's paint that picture right now. I want you to literally think about this. I hope you're paying attention. 
what are you hoping for on your weight loss journey? Like, what does this weight loss promise land look like? Imagine what's possible if you put your hope in what God can do for your future versus what you can't do for your future. I mean, what's different about you in your weight loss promise land? Like, what's different about you then than what you're doing right now? And what do you need to do daily then that you aren't doing daily now? So get a vision for what's possible if you place your hope in God. That's the future thing. And then every day, that's what you're practicing doing. That means that means that your reliance and your trust and your expectation of what he can do in your life, not what you can do. That's God's part. When you get a vision for that weight loss promised land and that impossible thing in the future and you're relying on and trusting on and you have expectancy, that's you putting your trust in him and that's his part on this journey right? He's going to make that happen because he's going to give you the grace and he's going to make a way for you to do it. Your part is the daily work through his grace. Obedience is faith. So trust in God that if, trust in God that if you obey, if you just obey, you will lose the weight. Walking in faith every day means obedience. And that's how you keep hope alive. Faith in your flesh will only give you what you want in the moment, not what you hope for in the future. So just a quick caution here, and I'm about to give you a list of a couple of things. So if you're somewhere where you can write notes, you're going to want to know this. You're going to want to know this. There are some faith killers that we do on a daily basis that we don't even realize. You need to watch for these things. These are things that, that steal your hope and they lead you to a perpetual state of disobedience and, you know, feeling like you are hopeless on your weight loss journey. So I want you to know these things. There are, I can't even believe that this worked out this way. There are 18 things that you need to know about that weaken your faith and steal your hope on your weight loss journey. You ready? Number one, complaining. Number two, measures of worldly success. That's the scale in the calendar. Think about it. Those things at any given moment can drain you of hope, right? Comfort is another one. Laziness, comparison. Number six, boredom, impatience, trusting adversity. When you trust adversity, how hard your weight loss journey is, you trust that and you lean into it and you take the bait, what's happening? Your faith is weakened and it steals your hope. You know this. You have fallen victim to it. Number nine, disobedience. Ten, feelings. 11, disappointment, human expectations, inaction, external pressures, focusing on possessions. That's us even focusing on the number on the scale, focusing on possessing that ideal image of yourself. Maybe you have a photo of yourself from, you know, seven years ago that you just, you know, when you focus on possessions, what happens? You're not focusing on God. You're not necessarily walking in faith. I mean, that's something that can easily trip you up. I've seen it happen. Number 16, taking control. Like wanting to be the Lord of all the things in your life can weaken your faith and steal your hope. And number 17, this one's kind of multifaceted, self-confidence, self-reliance, self-righteousness, aka pride, right? Number 18, focusing on what hasn't happened yet 
All of these things weaken your faith and steal your hope. You need to be aware of them because some of them, they're happening to you on a daily basis or weekly basis. These things weaken your faith and they steal your hope. Hey, ah, I'm so excited about this. Faith must, faith must be put to work in order for hope to be alive. It is constant action despite feeling. Faith daily is going to bring you what you hope for. It's that thing that in the future that you don't yet see. Now, here are the things that you need to know about that strengthen your faith so that you can arrive at your weight loss promise line. You can arrive at living the life in what it is that you're hoping for. Here are the things that strengthen your faith and bring life to hope. You ready? Constant prayer. Concerted, constant prayer. Number two, believing in the impossible. Obedience. Number four, crazy blind trust. Number five, optimism. Girl, it helps. Number six, applying scripture to your life. Seven, deeds, also known as action, right? Eight, assurance and confidence in God versus yourself. Number nine, honesty. Stop justifying sin. Stop living with a sin tolerance. Be honest. Number 10, patience. Patience in your suffering. You can't pretend that you shouldn't expect suffering. It's going to happen. Number 11, giving control to God. That's what's going to strengthen your faith and bring life to the thing that you hope for. Number 12, anticipation. Get excited about what God is going to do. You give him your suffering, get excited, girl, because he's got a, a size eight pair of pants in your future, a size four, whatever it is, a size 12, whatever it is. Number 13, focus on eternal measures of success. Eternal. When you focus on the eternal versus the temporal, it's going to strengthen your faith. It's going to bring hope alive. Number 14, humility. Uh-huh. 15, preparation despite... This one doesn't make sense to me. Preparation despite not understanding. Like, now it makes sense. I got to write the word not in there because that wasn't on my on my list. Um, you don't need to understand all the things, right? We We apply too much logic to things. Just know that it's all about the preparation. If you, if you don't, if you, if you fail to plan, you better plan to fail. All right. Number 16, understanding that difficulties strengthen you and prepare you for all kinds of opportunities that are ahead of you, that God needs you to be strengthened and prepared for. Number 18, again, these are the things that strengthen your faith and give life to your hope. Focus on being made like Christ. And lastly, number 18, focusing on what God has yet to do. So remember, Hebrews 11.1, 1, faith shows the reality of what we hope for, and it is the evidence of what we cannot yet see. And faith, faith is your job on the daily. That's what you do every day. Faith is action. Hope is for a time in the future that if you perpetually walk in faith, you're going to have evidence of that thing. And one day you're going to walk into your weight loss promise land. So what is your weight loss promise land vision that you're hoping for? Like, 
When you arrive there, what do you look like? What's different about your walk with Christ when you're there? What is different about what you do daily when you're in that weight loss promised land versus what you do right now? And what did you have to do daily to keep your hope alive as you journeyed to your way? I want you to get a vision of these things because this will tell you not only what it is that you're truly aiming for, getting a vision of your weight loss promised land, but it's going to tell you what it means to walk in faith and what that actually tangibly means and looks like for you on a daily basis. And how can your faith deliver what you're hoping for? So what must you do daily in faith to arrive at your weight loss promised land? God's provision is as large as your faith and your willingness to obey him. And I want you to get, I want you to get an impossible vision for your weight loss promised land, okay? And then I want you to start asking yourself daily, what impossible things daily must I do to step into Step out in faith to do the hard things every day so that I can arrive at the thing I hope for. Daily, you got to start doing impossible things because right now you're only doing what's possible. You're not going to arrive at what's impossible if you don't get out of your comfort zone, if you don't start doing the impossible. So what acts of faith will be required of you daily as your obedience? And in what ways could that make you feel perpetually hopeful. I'm hopeful that this met somebody exactly where you are and that it blesses you profoundly. If it does, let me know. All right. Have a good day, ladies.